This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Discord Nitro. Do you want more games to not be available on Steam for absolutely no reason? Do you want daily and hourly updates to a chat app that doesn't need daily or hourly updates for chatting, but it does need them if you're going to be a video game hosting platform? Because, hey, you beat Skype, so you might as well try and beat Steam, too. You know the game that completely revolutionized how not having games get pirated for PC? Well, Discord Nitro is is the, the here for you. That's right. For just $100 a year, you can get a handful of piece of shit games for free. Unless you use Linux or Mac. And then, fuck you. Also, you can uh, make animated emoji. That's pretty cool. I mean, we could just unlock that for everybody, but we're not going to. Because reasons. Anyway, be sure to uh, gift, gift, gift Discord Nitro to uh, people that you know, because that's a thing that you do to make us Discord Nitro money. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, damn it. They just sent me an updated copy of the ad read. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly introverted podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tad Burt, and with me today, as always, my friend and new, newly reformed, new year, new, new Tim, Tim the Handle Giver. He's giving handles now. That's right. I'm, uh, I'm giving them all back. Not, not where they went, <laughs> but like if you, if you wake up one day and your coffee mug has two handles on it, you'll know. You know, I'm like two-handled coffee cup. That would be, that would make getting the coffee in your face like a little bit more efficient. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. then you could be like, like du- you can dual-wheeled cups. <laughs> Doesn't matter which hand. It's yeah. ambidextrous. <laughs> and with us, as always, Todd Seidel, our audio engineer. Welcome back, Todd. Howdy, howdy. Episode 111. That's right. 111 has, has a special meaning in our lives. And I said our lives, but Tim doesn't remember that we wasted a lot of lot of good. I, I remember <laughs> that we did waste the time. <laughs> I just forgot that it, the 111 part. So our high school uh, tech theater classroom was was room 111. Yep. When we wait back in the day, back in the day. So uh, it's a very special and important number. It is. We, uh, should, uh, we should have another 111 night. We haven't done a 111 night. We haven't had a 111 <laughs> night in quite a while. I mean, we had a, we kind of, we had a little bit of a one. We had like a, a well, no, not even really. <laughs> didn't, never mind. I take that back. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be back, everybody. We had a uh, good week this, this past week. The highest ranked problem was, hi- or damn it, not problem, it's issue. <laughs> the highest rank, it's not a contest, Tim. <laughs> Oh, uh, was hiking. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, followed by ruining the classics. Yeah. Um, someone was just commenting. I'd rather watch. I'd rather be forced. I'd rather be like force fed all of the Twilight Zone with motion smoothing on than go. On. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you had you had a better day. Someone was just saying um, in the discord. Uh. Uh, damn it! Now I can't find it. It's like stuff happened so fast that now, now it's completely vanished. But uh, someone was just saying that they too saw the motion smooth, like the weirdness yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Twilight Zone episodes on Netflix. 
on Netflix. Yeah, and was like, oh, thank God that I have them on DVD. Well, so... Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Gator was saying, I got to the most recent episode, and yes, I noticed they really fucked up the Twilight Zone on Netflix. It it looks it just looks fucking weird with the higher frame rate. Luckily, I have them on There DVD. might be the weird season, because they, they did go for one season. They went from going film to doing Just filming and showing on video. Yeah. yeah. Video. Um... Yeah, so th- that was that was a great issue, and then followed by uh, taking a baby to a restaurant, mm-hmm. and then retired action hero. It's not a big, uh, not a big like trigger for people, I guess. Speaking of getting triggered, uh-huh. uh huh. This is a little bit of like hometown. Um, what's the word? This is what Tulsa's like, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a man here in Tulsa. If anybody's from Tulsa, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, named Paul Tay. Uh huh. Paul Tay is a character, to say the least. Paul Tay has run for mayor, I think, like 18 or 19 times. It seems like every time, anytime there's a position open, Paul Tay's running. And he's got, he's action-packed. Like, this is, uh, I want to actually pull up this video. Um, There was a mayoral debate, uh, and last, the last time there was a mayor's election, and he, he interrupted the, he interrupted the the debate because he well, wasn't. Gentlemen, we want to thank you time. for all, for the debate, and it's been very good, very vigorous. We appreciate that very much. It is now time for our closing remarks. Each candidate gets thirty seconds. We begin with Mr. Bynum. Mr. Bynum. Hi, my name is Paul Tay, yep. and I'm also running for mayor. Uh, these gentlemen have uh, so <laughs> Paul Tay's an Asian man. He's wearing a hard hat that looks like a cowboy hat. Wait, that's a hard hat. I deserve my time. Okay. You are blocking hey, our time. I have Paul. a I have a voice, sir. Hey, I have a voice, Paul. and I will I will do it. <laughs> I will I will say this it. This is not the platform. It is the platform. It is the platform. He's arguing with the you moderator. Are blocking other voices. We have other voices, sir. I'm going to ask you to step off. No, I will not. I will not step off. I will not step off. You get it? Turn it off. Let's get security. Turn, turn it off. He get just it. turned Don't it to it. like. Uh... Turn it off. <laughs> no, no. Lee you Majors. Are, you have blocked me one too many times. You have blocked me. You this whole damn court's out of order. Yeah. There's, he says a really funny thing here in just a second. Please step off. No. Security, get it. Please Come leave, on. sir. No. Get me out of here. Come on, Matt Damon. Get me out of here. He just said, come on, Matt Damon, get me out of here, because the, the security guy kind of looks like Matt Damon. Uh, so, so he... Uh, so he, uh, he... he He's a character. Uh, this week on Reddit, he announced that he's running for 20... Paul, U.S. Senator Paul Tay, 2020. Uh-huh. Right? Also... Uh, Paul Tay for mayor 2020. <laughs> so he's running two campaigns <laughs> yep. at the same time. Um, people did not react well to this, uh, to his, his postings. Yeah. He's also, so, so on, on top of that, the video that I just showed you and constantly running for office. Yeah. He also rides around town in a Santa costume with a sign that says, we'll sing naked for weed. Yeah. He's, he's very much about cannabis legalization. Well, I think, I think somebody got to him today a little bit too many haters. Uh-huh. He, he posted this on Reddit. Since I've been on Reddit to post legit, sorry, there's a lot of commas. I'm going to go back. Since I've been on Reddit to post legitimate issues in the public interests in good faith, 
All I've received are posts that leave absolutely no room for constructive responses. The bullies have come out of the woodworks to bully me. You know who you are. With nothing else to do except follow my every move on Reddit and Facebook. It's time to take a good look, good hard look in the mirror and reflect on your pathetic lives. What have you been doing? Reddit, Facebook, and Insta, etc., etc., etc. You simply have no life beyond beyond your own You simply have no life beyond your pathetic own little bubble alone in some isolated room in your own small head. I knew people like you in pain. They are all dead. <laughs> Hashtag suicided. <laughs> well, it's now time to end it all. Commit mass suicide and your pathetic, isolated, bullying lives now. You have nothing to live for. Die a horrible suicidal death now. So I just want to say I fully endorse Paul today for everything. Anybody who's going to tell you to kill yourself, uh, I'm I'm for it. Yep. Did he ask like how many times they have ran for mayor or how many times they have? I mean, that's. Uh, then someone commented, once again, you were engaging in a conspiracy to commit violence. Screenshots will be taken and reported to the appropriate authorities. Don't be a bully playing victim in your and your post and comment history is proof alone to know who the real bully is. This isn't a conspiracy. He's just inviting these people to kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say they probably ran for mayors zero times. So I, I saw this post. I immediately went on, on Reddit and I was like, hey, Paul Tay, you should come on my show tonight. <laughs> like 6 p.m. Come over. We'll record. The, it's going to be great. Yeah. He did not get back to me, though, unfortunately. Maybe someday. Yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, Tulsa. We have a we have a guy running for Senate and mayor telling the haters to kill themselves. Wow. Biking, you say biking around? Yeah, he bicycles everywhere. Yeah, he bikes he around like, in a yeah. Santa suit, and he will sing naked for weed. For weed, yeah. Uh, hashtag suicided. I <laughs> don't <laughs> like it is. Uh, Straight from the heart. Speaking of hashtag suicided, mm-hmm. I have a Craig W commented. So we just released uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's right. That was our movie commentary for Big January. Trouble. In little China. Uh, and so he has his one of his famous write-ups. I know you've been looking forward to this, Tim. Yep. I certainly was. Craig W. Famous Chinese shit poster, Hu Flung Dung, once said, <laughs> Man who wisely get good commentary in re- man who vote wisely get good commentary in return. That is certainly the case this month as Tab and Tam tackle another great John Carpenter movie, Big Trouble. In Little China. Yep. Tim's not gonna do the for added entertainment, take your shot. For added entertainment, take a shot whenever Tab spots Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Hashtag suicide. <laughs> You'll hear your liver scream in pain as he spies the famous karate master on every cloud, street corner, and in the smiling eyes of every child. Tim, Tim gets in on the action, too. Just which famous martial artist crosses racial lines but can't escape the eagle eyes of the handle breaker? You'll have to listen to find oh, out. Oh, man. More impromptu issues, stories of love, and undiscovered countries abound in this great bonus episode. So sharpen those reflexes and brace for the storm because there's big trouble in, in Little, Little China. China. <laughs> uh, uh, great write-up. Another great write-up. Once, once again, but I do want to say 
something that didn't make it into the commentary, which would have made a commentary like a oh, quite a way bit longer, better. Yeah, was I um so I did get, so there's a certain actor in that movie. He plays Thunder. If you've seen the movie, you know you know who Thunder is. He's the guy that Craig W talked about me talking about on the commentary. I looked up his IMDb IMDb profile. He's just done a bunch of Chinese martial arts movies. Really, yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing he was like the. Uh, some Chinese police force. He, they they hired him as like their martial arts instructor. Oh wow! Which is, yeah, which is just great. But also, like, um, I'm going flipping through the movies, and I showed Tab the cover of one of these movies. I'm like, okay, either this this is just straight up porn, or it's like a very like erotic focused um, drama, you know, cop drama kind of thing. So I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it kind of looks like this guy was in a porno. <laughs> and then it turns out. Totally, totally, he was in a lot of pornos. <laughs> yes, a lot of like <laughs> rape-focused pornos. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then there's a lady that is uh, also involved in those that was had a crazy had a bunch life. of yeah, uh, yeah. We were talking well after the episode, and and then and then if once you finish that, be sure to swing over to uh, Cinemasker and check out the Macaulay Culkin rental review. They did Big Trouble in Little oh, really? China. Yeah, I, I just seen that yet. yeah, I just watched it. Like right after we finished. Yeah, I watched it. Um, Tony from Hack the Movies is, is cool. part of that crew. Speaking so. of uh, Macaulay Culkin, he was going to be part of our news last week. Yeah, I saw a great headline. Oh yeah, that's right. And then I clicked the thing, and I was like, "You can't, you can't write a news story based on one person's comedic tweet and take it like on yeah. face value." It was, it was uh, the the headline was like Macaulay Culkin to change his name, his, middle, his name middle name to, to Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, which is hilarious. Yeah, but then I clicked through, and it's like. It's that's the story. That's the story. Yeah, that Macaulay Culkin. He tweeted that out as a joke, like saying the the joke was, "Hey, it's 2019. I'm going to change my middle name to Macaulay Culkin. It's got a nice ring to it." And then people just then they just wrote articles treating that as fact. Well, it's like I saw this headline last week. I tweeted about it. Bride broke down in in tears after guests dig into non traditional cake before she could cut it. Guest claims. Mm. How, that's news. How is that news? Yeah, I don't know. That's a travesty. What it is? It was a. It was a. It was instead of a cake, it was cheese. Oh, <laughs> oh. So like, like during the time where you're supposed to eat like the little appetites. all the little appetizers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Someone was like, "Oh, this big block of cheese looks delicious." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would totally have been. And me. then apparently she lost her shit. And then apparently that was news. And it's not even like it's not even like a famous Local person. News. It's just some random person. Someone like called the news and was like. Hey, my friend Sarah cried because someone cut her cake, her big block of cheese. They're like, holy shit. Break in, break in. We got big, big breaking news right now. Woman's crying. A woman's in, a Hoboken woman is crying right now. We're going live to the scene. Uh, we have we have uh, crying chasers on the way. They cut to like a shot through a windshield. Like, uh, yeah, this is uh, Dan Douchebag McGee. Uh, I'm, I'm driving. I'm on I'm on a uh, highway 17 headed north, trying to get to the event center right now. As you can see, uh, traffic's a little bit backed up. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Dan, we lost you there. Like, what the hell? How is that news? I don't know, man. It's it's it's, it's really it's pissing worse me off. And worse. Yeah, it, it really about is. Fake news. That's fake news. It's just like uh, we have we we got time. We need to fill it with something. Here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess what what so what is is this? This is not local news. No, this was on FoxNews.com. Well, there's there's your first. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was then promoted to my fucking like uh Google homepage when I opened oh, yeah, up my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 
It was, and that's that's the only reason why I quick why I clicked it because I I actually I only clicked it so I could take a screenshot and then post. Uh, this is news. Yeah. Like this is this is why no one gives a crap about journalism journalism anymore. Yeah. Because that stuff like. <laughs> You're elevating things that's like, like, oh, uh, the U.S. is pulling out of Syria. Here's some analysis on why this is good or why it's bad. Also, the news. Uh, Macaulay Culkin is going to change his middle name to Macaulay Culkin, and yeah. a woman cried because someone ate some cheese. <laughs> More or less. More or less. <laughs> it's uh, like, that looks like something that would be on the onion. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that as an onion story. Yeah. Ugh. Stupid. So stupid. That's the, that's the thing is like, uh, a lot of the story, a lot of the news stories we pull sound like they could be onion stories, but like that, that's because they're hilarious. Yeah, well, that, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is like, you, this is meant to like for some thirty-five-year-old woman that is that is isn't married yet. Yeah, to be like, oh no, this I guess could I shouldn't to get me. a block of cheese yeah. instead of a cake. <laughs> um, no, you, you here's what you do is you you get a wedding cake made of cake just shaped like a block of cheese. Cake and cheese are shaped the same way. I mean, like, 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 like a like a slice of Swiss cheese from a cartoon. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, so a couple weeks ago, well, two weeks ago, something like that. Tim gets in the car. He's like, "Oh, we have uh, we're fostering a dog." Oh yeah, that's right. What happened this week? And I said, I said, I said one thing. Like, oh, you're gonna have two dogs pretty soon. And what happened this week, Tim? I've got two. Dogs. He's got two dogs. <laughs> what's what's the new dog's name? Uh, Chestnut. Chestnut. Uh huh. Also, Chester for short. Okay. Okay, so so Chester and Amelia. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, so the new, the new dog is they're they're pretty similar dogs, um, but he is just so full of energy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's what happens also, with young dogs. That also he he imprinted it. He got it imprinted on me, <laughs> <laughs> which is what they call like the like you know the main person who the the dog, dog likes. Yeah. 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 So um. Like if I get up, he gets up. If he's like if he's he's laying there sleeping mm-hmm. next to me, mm-hmm. not even touching me, right? I'm like, I need to go use the restroom. I get up, he follows me, uh, in not into the restroom, but he'll wait he'll wait he'll wait right there at the door. I'll I'll do my business, get out, and he'll go wherever he wants. <laughs> and wherever I go, he's gonna like lay down right there. Oh, that's a good dog. Yeah, good dog. Yeah. I got a Roomba. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but you haven't. Did you get the Roomba accessory kit? What's the Roomba accessory it's, kit? Uh, it's a roll of duct tape and a knife. Oh, well, I've got those already. Okay. Some wire. Um, my coworker was like, I've been thinking about getting one. Tell me how you like yours. And so I, I haven't reported back. But I said, like, if once you get a Roomba, we have to have them fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a Roomba. And the first night I set it up to, I had it clean in the house. And he's wandering the house, and I I'm sitting there on the sofa. I'm working on my computer, and a Roomba is just like just like having a cat because yeah. I I look up, and the Roomba has gotten a hold of an XLR cable <laughs> and has dragged it all over the house. And I just look up and I go, "Where did you get that? <laughs> get that out of your mouth!" So yeah, yeah, spit it out, spit it out. You could probably put some cat ears on it or something. Uh, I put a face on it. I put a little tape face on it. Um. I so the first that that was day one. Day two, it I show I it tells me it sends me a text message like I finished my cleaning job. I'm like, all right, good job, Ronnie. Good good on you. Mm-hmm. I get home. Oh, by the way, you named your room. I named my room, but well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I get home. Ronnie is sitting right next to the the coffee table, kind of facing the door, 
like waiting for me to come home. I'm like, what the hell? I look over and his he's in the process of cleaning has knocked the dock like all over until he can't dock and charge himself. Because he's supposed to go from the dock, clean. He's finished. He goes back to the back dock. to the dock, but yeah. he can't get back into the dock because the dock's facing the wall now. <laughs> it's like been pushed into a corner. So I reset the dock and I go over and push the dock button on Ronnie so he'd go home. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie just go sits there because his battery's dead. Because I guess he wandered the house trying to get back to the dock because yeah. he couldn't find the stupid thing. So I moved the dock to a new place, taped it to the floor. That way, the stupid guy can't move the yeah. stupid thing around. Day three, I'm at work. It's scheduled to go off. I get a text message about halfway through his cleaning cycle. Ronnie's stuck. <laughs> um, Tab, I don't want to alarm you, but it sounds a lot like you've got a dog and or cat. Yeah. So then I get home and Ronnie has gotten hold of my gym shorts and yeah. sucked the sucked the little string up into his little and just like yeah. totally screwed himself up. I'm just like, God damn it, Ronnie. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yesterday, day four, finally did a cleaning. No problems. He cleaned, went back to his his base. Yeah, that's usually about how long it takes for them to acclimate. Yeah, so it's now, he lives under the bar now, and I'm really tempted to put a little plaque on the bottom of the bar that's just like Ronnie House or something, <laughs> Roomba House. <laughs> yeah, you know, your dog doesn't do shit, though. My dog actually cleans the house. And as we yeah, all know, true. pets are only worthwhile if they can do things for you, like call 911. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Well, Tim, are you ready to get into some issues this I week? I am. What is your first issue? Here's what I don't get. Putting it putting it back in the box. Yeah. Um, Once you get that dick out, you can't get it back right, in. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm putting up where Christmas is over. Yeah. Christmas decorations are going back in. Yep. Right in the how trash is it? <laughs> how is it that you can take something out of a box, get it out, have it out, Take the same box and like not be able to fit everything back in the box. Compression. It's yeah. There's a bit of compression, but it like this is like this is the Christmas tree, right? Yeah. So part of the Christmas tree is like it's like a three piecer. It's a three. It's a pre lit. Yes. There's the, your problem right there. Pre lit three piecer that like you have to like you get it out and you have to like fray. You have to like you know fluff it. You have to fluff it, right? Yeah. But it's they're so hard to defluff. Yeah. Because I assume they like they have like some of these huge you know steel bins that they mm-hmm. use to compress this thing. Whereas I'm just like kind of like violently hugging it <laughs> to um, to defluff it. Yeah, and it's like I've got all three pieces in there, and then there's this, the base stand, and I'm just like like just like I'm like getting a workout, just like trying to close this box. So the Christmas tree that we had, yeah. I hate pre lit Christmas trees because like one bulb goes bad, you can't find the damn thing because mm-hmm. it's all like. The way that it's it's routed, it, it yeah, zigzags yeah, yeah. in and out. So you can never find the one bulb that's out. They weigh so much to store, and then the, they don't disassemble. It's like they're in sections, and you unplug, and yep. then you just kind of compress the section. So we got a non-prelit. It's one of those ones where the they they clip every single branch is an individual branch. They clip in. They clip out. Yeah. I pull out all the branches labeled E, tie a ribbon around it, squish them down, tie a ribbon around, throw them in the box. Everyone that's, you know, I, I think it was like, H through A or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then everything fit back in the box perfectly, taped the box up. It was great. Nice. Pre-lit Christmas trees are garbage. But it's it's not just the Christmas tree. It's like any like because I had there's a you know, I had boxes on Christmas Day that I opened up. And I'm just like, I don't know how to put all this stuff back in here. There's there's wizardry involved. With your hips, man. 
Yes, but like, I mean, it's like you've got I've got stuff left over, and there's no more room in the box. I what? recommend a something uh, went wrong in this. A what? Incinerator. 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 Yeah. It'll go in the tiniest box. Yeah, I don't get that because like we'll get you'll get you know a compute like a computer parts or whatever, yeah, and yeah. then you'll pull them out of the box, and then they like the like a printer or something. It'll have the foam. Uh, sections that'll yeah, yeah, fit yeah, yeah. around it and then fit in the box to kind of ho- suspend it from all sides. And then you once you pull those off the side of the printer, it's like, what? Well, how do these go on this fucking Some, thing? That and then somehow like you've got them on, and somehow they're like they're both like uh, a quarter an inch too big to fit in the box. Yeah, you're like, what? What's the deal? <laughs> and then it turns out you have to like open the lid a little bit, and it, uh-huh. it actually inserts slightly. It's like, look, get such, such garbage systems. Yeah, uh, I, I've never liked packaging. Like no, I you know what packaging I always did like was the worst clamshell packaging. Oh, like so, but I'm the the specific the specific kind where it's got um like a zip top, right? You've got okay. like a, a zip top, and it's got two brass perforations, and so you can just peel the whole back of it off, or or just like I think that's like literally a clamshell where like um it's got two brads at the top. Oh, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just pop those open and it comes apart at the bottom. Yeah. And then put everything back in its mold and you can pop it back in. For the ones that were... I thought, I thought you meant more the ones where they like fuse the every single edge of the thing and oh, there's no. no no way to actually get them out of that other than just to destroy the packaging. No. Oh, that, those are the worst. Yeah, well, because you're never going to try and put anything back in that. You just you get the thing out, and then you like just throw that into the oceans for a sea turtle to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> I had the same problem with our uh, above ground pool, getting it back into the box. Yeah. yeah, I just went and bought a huge, uh, like tote, like storage yeah. tote. Yep. We had one of those soft sided pools where you inflate the ring and you yeah, fill yeah, it with water, yeah. and uh, we stored it in just a giant canvas bag. Like we get it rolled up flat, stuff it in that canvas bag, and throw it in the garage. Yeah, great. And then Smart. we got yeah. They should just include the canvas bag. They really should. Bags are great for like big, awkwardly shaped mm-hmm. things because all you're needing, all you need, is something you can get your hands on. Yeah. Like my dad, I I think I talked about this. He his he's got a pre lit Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and they keep it in this big stupid bag. But the bag doesn't have any kind of compression. Like that bag really needs ratchet straps attached to it, so you can yep. get everything in there, and then ratchet, ratchet strap up. it down, and then you have control over the load. But there's no control over the load, which is why it still sucks. And also, it's like tart material. I feel like I could make a better bag than this. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other stuff are we pulling out of boxes that we can never get back in? Pizza? You can never get that back in the box. No. <laughs> if you do, God help you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Those are not made for pizza to go back into. Uh, we we went, yeah. We went to uh, Taco Bueno today at, for dinner, and they have a whole lot of box. Was that what it was called? A whole lot of oh, box. Yeah. And it looks like a giant pizza box, but it's filled with like 10, was it 10 party tacos uh-huh. and rice and beans and chips, chips and salsa. Yeah. And there were three of them lined up because I guess someone came in and bought one. Someone, and then someone, two other people yeah, came yeah. in and were like, let's get that. And I jokingly said to Tim, like, we can split one of those. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that was, that was funny because, because, 
And that was then, clearly like taking the whole. Yeah, they were they were on red alert trying to get all these damn whole <laughs> lot of boxes out. I know if I had walked up and been like, yeah, we'll take a whole lot of whole lot of box and two Dr. Pepper's yeah, guys just been, been like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> <And> just <laughs> just like thrown his dresses. God damn, fucking god damn it! Just rip the whole apron off him and yeah. no, no more, no, <laughs> charge right out the door. Yeah. It looked like one woman was quitting when yeah. we walked up. So <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. You know what? You know what's impossible to get back in the box? What? Anything with a cord. Legos. Anything with a cord. It's like they have, they have no judgment of where the cord should go. Yeah. I pulled. So the Roomba, I had it shipped to work. Um. So because I, you know, can't ever get to the apartment office like in a good amount uh-huh. of time. So it arrives, and of course I unpack it at work just to test the thing out. And then I'm like. <sighs> I got to get this damn thing back in the box to take it home. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, I got it mostly in the box, but then there was, I was just like, I don't care. Throw that stuff away. I don't need that, that, that part manual. No, no need. Uh-huh. Uh, it always seems like weird equipment like that. Yeah. Um, I could never get toys back in the box. There is. So, uh, I, I like, I, that's why the, the girl that I, that I dated, she saved the boxes for everything mm-hmm. and like stuffed them inside of other boxes for other appliances. And uh-huh. like, oh, when I move, I like to put everything back like the printer. Still had the printer box to put the printer in to move with. And it's just like, why? <laughs> yeah. The Cuisinart. Uh, just, you know, it'll fit in any box. Yep. That's the thing. Yep. Now we're just, we're storing empty boxes in the house somewhere so that when we move eventually, it'll have a box to move in. Like we're not going to already have other boxes. Drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain. There's not a whole lot of stuff you want to keep the box for. No, we did that with our mattress, but it was a huge bag. We just kept the uh, bag, and when we moved, we just put it, slid it back in there. It's pretty handy. Oh yeah, well I've I mean seen, a bag it breaks. I mean you can wad it up and stick it. I've seen it. we yeah. took we took uh, the uh, we bought a mattress bag mm-hmm. you know for moving moving to to seal it up, and then we took all of our boxes. We moved to North Carolina, took all of the boxes from everything, put them in the mattress bag, rolled the mattress bag up and sealed it and put a ratchet strap around it and then put it down the basement. And as everybody knows, the basement there got really wet all the time. Uh-huh. So it kept those boxes dry. Yeah. And then when she moved, boom, already had boxes. Yeah, yeah I just don't I, don't. I don't get it. I don't get it either. You know, it's like it's almost like you need to. Uh, like forensically take pictures and you open up a box or something like you take a yep. picture, pull a thing, take a picture. Like you do when you thing. take something apart. Yeah. And then, and then go back through the picture. Like, oh, oh, this flips upside down for no reason and fits in here. It's also, if they just make the box big enough for everything to sit in there side by side, but they don't, they like, they try to make the minimum amount of box they possibly can. Yep. So yep. everything has to like nest in goofy ways. Yes. And, and yes. the cords are always like, the, you fold the cord up and stuff it in this hole that wasn't meant for the cord to go in. But we didn't want to make any more room for the cord, so that's where it is. Just mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah, I remember when I was opening opening up my CPU. So the CPU comes in a box, um, like two inches by four inches, kind of. Uh huh. Not not a huge box at all. Yeah. Um, and I had an uh an aftermarket cooler, CPU cooler. I was going to put on it. So yeah. the Intel ones that aren't uh, overclockable come with a little crappy Intel cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm looking at the box, forgetting that it comes with it intel cooler and i'm like i can see the cpu like they've got a window where like hey look at the cpu uh-huh. it's a cpu yeah um it's a silver I, like square. i've never seen one of those yeah. before um and so like i'm 
taken the box off, right? It's, it's got nice packaging because they're Intel. Mm-hmm. Taking the box off and it comes out, you know, a little brown cardboard box thing. The CPU, I can just like unlatch this thing and take it out. Like, oh, there it is. Like, yeah. so I guess, well, let me see what's in the rest. Like, let's see, let's see the manual and stuff in here. So I uh, flip it upside down and like take off this, um, this flap and like go to like grab the next flap. There's no, but there's no next flap. It was like a pseudo flap. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Anyways, it's it a weird, weird box design. Long story short, like I go to take off that flap and my thumb just goes straight onto thermal paste. Oh, awesome. Right? Good yeah. design. Like just, there's, there, there's like, there's nothing blocking the thermal paste from anything else on the, on their stock cooler. Like it wasn't uh, in a tube. No, it was pre-applied thermal yeah. Applied, yeah. on the Intel stock cooler. And I just like go to like move the flap and like, oh, now I've got thermal paste on my fingers. Great. Just wipe that on. What the flavor dog. was it? It, <laughs> it was, uh, it was cancer flavored. It's thermal paste. Uh, thermal paste does not come off either. Uh, yeah. The, you need, you need to, you need to wash the alcohol to get thermal paste off. Yeah. The, uh, I was trying to think of what the thing was. It just had a picture of my head, but now I don't remember. It was another thing that was impossible. Like came out of the box and was just like, "Yeah, this is never going back in here." Nope. So, uh, like that's why a lot of times I will like before I even get to enjoy the thing, destroy the box. Yeah. Commit to it. Flat stack it. Yeah, flat stack it. Put it in the recycling. Commit. In case that's in, good. Yeah. If you need to return it, you flat stack it. You can just re. You can re. You know, put it together and tape it, but. I mean, if you destroyed the box, you're just like, yeah, it was impossible to get it out of this box. And everybody's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we I understand. Yeah. So what you're saying, oh. flashback, like break it, break down the box? Break it yeah. down. Okay. Yeah. Break it down. Uh, commit. My TV. So oh, I got yeah. my TV. It wouldn't fit in the back of the car with the inside the box. So I had to unbox it inside uh-huh. at the store. So I, I take my knife, cut the straps, cut the top of the box open like you do. Yeah. That's the way boxes work. Pull the TV out, put mm-hmm. the TV in the back seat. Yeah. And then I go to pull the other accessories out. And I guess TV boxes are now designed so that you cut those straps off and the box just kind of comes off the top. And then I think, I guess you just stand there and hope the thing doesn't topple over and like crack on something. Huh. That's weird. But I didn't find the sound until after I cut and I was just like, why would you design a box? Like there's no, there's no way to make sure this doesn't tip over while I'm sliding the top <laughs> of this off. Yeah. Stupid. Real poor design. And then of course, like if I were to return this to the store, there's absolutely no way this is all going back in here the way it came out. You better have hoped you saved your receipt and like took photos and stuff. Cause... Well, that's why I bought it from Costco because Costco don't get Costco don't don't play that. <laughs> They'll just you know you walk in with your Costco receipt and you're like, yeah, uh, I don't want this TV anymore, and they're like a, a hatchet sticking out of the center of it, and they're like, no problem, sir. Here's your money back. <laughs> yeah, that's well, a good that's issue. issue. Yeah. Well, here's what I don't get, Tim. Speeding tickets. Uh-huh. Now I know what you're going to ask. Yeah. Did you get a speeding ticket? No. How no. fast were you going? I did not. I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in quite a while. Because? <laughs> because I have a radar detector. Yeah. Because I am not an idiot. Uh, And also because they're not as expensive as you would think. But anyway, my friend had to go on a short t- short haul trip out of town and back. And when I, he, I knew he was leaving, I was like, hey, uh, if you want, you can borrow my radar detector. You yep. know, that way, because I know you're going to be speeding. Like, I know the way you drive. <laughs> <laughs> I know the way you drive. I know you're in a time crunch to, mm-hmm. you know, leaving and getting back with with all these other things you yeah. have going on. Uh, it, you know, I, I I can I can slow down one day in my daily commute so that yeah, you can yeah. borrow this. He's like, no, 
no, I don't need it. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Gets back. We're talking. $200 ticket later. And you know what the first thing I said to him was? What? You know, you really should have taken my radar detector. <laughs> told you so. <laughs> yeah, told you so. It's a real told you so moment. And he was like, yeah. Second we got it, I, was just, I just said, fuck you, Tab. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing I don't get about speed tickets. So I don't yeah. know if we've talked about this on the show or not. But uh, there was a Supreme Court decision several years ago that basically means that police have no responsibility to intervene with an act of crime. Uh-huh. Right. And what that means is like if there's a school shooter shooting a bunch of kids in a school, mm-hmm. cops can just stand out there and be like, oh, we're here to observe and report and uh, arrest this guy after he stopped killing people. Yeah. We don't have to stop what's going on. We just have to be around once it's done. Uh-huh. So with that same logic, you have no responsibility to stop anybody from speeding. Nope. And that logic. speeding isn't really harming anybody. In fact, it's really making life easier for everybody on the road because that guy that's speeding you know he's not an obstruction in traffic. He's not some moron going five miles under in the left lane, just like oh, da, 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 da. I was thinking today maybe we could kill yourself, as Paul Tay would say. Hashtag suicide. That's illegal now. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's always been illegal. We have two laws on the books in Oklahoma about dr- about driving slow in the left lane. Yep. Neither one of them mean a damn thing. <laughs> That's the type of crime you should be inter- intervening on. So police write these speeding tickets, and it's like. Who's the victim? You know, robbery, murder, assault, vandalism, uh, precogs, drunk driving. They're precogs. All, all crimes with victims, right? But there's no victim in speeding. All it is is a method for the government to raise money based on them setting the speed limits arbitrarily low mm-hmm. because of reasons. Yeah. Authority. Because, you know, like most cars these days, most cars can comfortably do 80. No problem. Yeah. Uh, in the middle, in the on the interstate, like I understand, you don't want to set the speed limit to eighty in the middle of the city. I got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, I don't think we should have speed limits at all. If you feel like you can drive eighty or ninety or one hundred five in the middle of Tulsa, go, please, <laughs> please do, please feel free. Yeah. Uh, but especially like interstates when you've got hundred fifty miles between anything, why, why make that yeah, take those- two hours when you can make that take like? 75 right? minutes. That's, those are the worst. I yeah. was going to say, the, matter, the last time I was in a car, they got a speeding ticket. It was, it was my dad was driving. We were coming home from vacation. We were, we were in uh, Texas, right? So we're driving home. Yeah. We're on one of those long stretches of Texas road where there's absolutely, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's his birthday. He was going five over. Oh. What? Wow. Still got a... T- Five over, five over is not speeding. No, it's not. Five over is making making good time. He just yeah. wanted to see who you were. Out of state plates. It's out of really. state plates. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the thing that dri- like drives me crazy is that you know you'll get you'll get these these people get the well, the last one of the last I think the last speeding ticket that I got I was in Tulsa mm-hmm. I dropped my sister off at summer camp yeah coming home as I had the day off. I'm going 65 on 244, which is the speed limit. Yeah. Which is. That was 60. That's slow for me, right? Yeah, it is. 65. Yeah. I'm, I'm cruising. I've got nowhere to be. I'm in no rush. I'm in the right lane. I'm comfortable. Yeah. 244 was under construction like it fucking uh, always, always is. is. That's right. And so the speed limit had dropped. Oh, and, and by the way, in, and in Tulsa, they are terrible about putting um, the construction speed limits. 
time. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, you speed get, limit you should get, be like every ten feet when you, you start get, to drop them. Exactly, you get one at the beginning and then nothing. And so if you're on, if you come in on an on ramp halfway to, up halfway through construction, yeah, you're screwed. So I get pulled over just when the just when the cones start to start on the side of the road. Yeah, uh, and the guy's like, you know how fast you're going, and I was like, couldn't have been going much more than sixty five. like, yeah, you're going sixty five on the dot. And I was like, okay. And like, do, do you know what the speed limit is? Like the speed limit dropped to 50 here because of construction. I was like, oh, here's the thing, officer douchebag, uh-huh. uh, who I hope I, the way that I want to die, this is the way I want to die. Yeah. I want to get pulled over by a motorcycle cop. And when he walks up to the, to the window and talks to me in that condescending motorcycle cop uh-huh. tone, I just want to grab him around the fucking neck and get, gun it and just cruise down the highway and <laughs> scrape his fucking side of his body off on the side of the fucking K-rail and then go right into a damn bridge support and kill myself. <laughs> uh, because I hate motorcycle cops yeah. more than all other cops, which I also hate. The guy in my kiss was a motorcycle cop. Exactly, because yeah. motorcycle cops have no soul. They are fucking <laughs> robots and they just every fucking, like, I hope every motorcycle cop out there blows a tire and just shreds his whole fucking body on the fucking highway and turns into goddamn hamburger meat and his wife cries at his funeral and his kids grow up without a father. That's how much I hate motorcycle cops. (laughs) So the guy pulls me over and it's like, here's the thing, officer douchebag. Uh In about 800 feet, I'm going to slow down to five miles an hour. So when we average it out, who gives a shit? <laughs> Everybody yeah. around me still going 65 because all of us know, all of us have been driving on 244 for the last three months because yeah. it takes seven years to do anything. And 244 has been under construction since the beginning of time. <laughs> Everybody knows that right a, you know, a mile and a half away from the 169 interchange, it comes to a complete halt. Yeah. So just average it out and figure we're all driving about the same speed. We're all driving safely and we're all going to slow down when it comes to a stop. You're not fucking halting people up there for going too fucking slow. So why are you hassling me for going fucking too fast? Not even too fast. I'm cruising along. I'm driving safely. Fuck you. Well, you know the old saying. If I had Professor X's powers, I would hop in Cerebro, find every fucking motorcycle cop on Earth, pull out their gun, and shoot them through their fucking brains. Just right on the side of the road. Driving a motorcycle or not, fuck them. <laughs> Speeding tickets really piss me off. Yeah. Because it's just it's just a, like, oh, uh, yeah, the county wanted an extra 150 bucks, and you're paying it. Yep, basically. For doing nothing. For doing something that bears no harm to anybody. I'm sure someone's going to be in the comments or the call in and be like, well, you know, when you're driving too fast, you react. They have times. other. They have other terms for that. Yeah, you, uh, reckless driving, reckless driving, aggressive driving, aggressive driving, which I got a ticket for once by a motorcycle cop uh-huh. because the guy, <laughs> yeah. the guy in front of me, we're going 60 miles an hour on the highway. We're in the left lane. 60 miles an hour is the speed limit. Yeah. Guy in front of me suddenly goes from 60 to 40, uh-huh. slams his brakes. Yeah. I slam my brakes. In my mind, we are just about to hit an off-ramp, and I see this all the time on my commute. People don't realize this off-ramp because it was like a half a mile before yep. the actual road. I'm thinking, He's this guy go doesn't over. know. That, that, and so I, I see there's no one in the center lane. Flash my lights at him, tell him to get out of my way. Turns out he saw the motorcycle cop up ahead. I didn't. Oh, okay. Motorcycle cop sees me, flash my lights, pulls me over. He's like, why are you flashing your lights to that guy? He's like, because he slammed his brakes. He's like, well, he probably slammed his brakes because you were following too close. Like, no, he slammed his brakes because he saw you, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> why don't you get off the side of the fucking road and stop some real goddamn crimes? Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's my aggre- my aggressive driving ticket that I yeah. got. Hey, I have a shady uh, story about Tulsa cops. I was uh, driving through a yellow light right next to a cop in the other lane going same direction. And he pulled you over for running the yellow. Well, I ran the yellow just because I had momentum and who wants to yeah, waste their yeah, brakes yeah. and it's stupid, you know, just roll through. Um, he stopped and I went probably a mile uh, and pulled off in a QT. I was just getting gas and uh, the dick pulls up next to me. Hey, uh, thought you're getting weight, huh? No. Uh, <laughs> He ends yeah, up, uh, you found my secret hideout, officer. <laughs> the QT right here on the corner. Yep. How well, did you ever beat my dastardly plan? This public location. Get he, raped. He ends up offering me. Um, he's like, well, I could give you a yellow light uh, ticket, which they're expensive. Or I can just write you a seatbelt ticket. And it's uh, 20 bucks. Were you wearing your seatbelt, though? Yeah, I was wearing my t- seatbelt. Yeah, that, that's a. Uh, a little bit underhanded and shady. So it was it's like not to drive through a yellow light. That's what they're there for. Or you could have uh, stopped me about three quarters of a mile back. Mm-hmm. Turn on and your lights. Then. Also, I have I. This was five minutes ago. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you saw. You could be lying. I mean, the whole the whole thing is just completely shady. I, I took the uh, seatbelt ticket, and then uh, I felt. Uh, like he had his way with You know, me. he just pocketed that 20. Yeah. Well, well, you paid to the city. I paid it to the city, but they're having a, some kind of, uh, I don't know if it's a contest or what, but however many uh, seatbelt tickets you get, I guess oh, yeah, there's some a, kind of perk. That's a like common cop thing is got to hit those quotas. And seatbelt seat tickets are also BS because who's the seatbelt ticket? Who's that protecting? You? <laughs> I don't want to wear a seatbelt. Who is it going to hurt? Uh, let's see. If I'm not wearing a seatbelt, I get into an accident. I get thrown through the windshield and killed. That hurts uh, one person. Sounds like that's a self-solving problem, jackass. <laughs> well, you could lose control because you were thrown out of the driver's seat. You could lose control because you fall asleep. You could lose control because your pants fall off. You could lose <laughs> control because the steering wheel falls off while you're driving. That happened to my mom once. Yeah. They don't write you tickets for that kind of stupid shit. <laughs> the seatbelt law is just an excuse for officers to pull over black people, accuse them of having marijuana, and arresting them. That's why seatbelt laws exist. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> they are pretty dumb. Uh, but speeding ticket, speeding doesn't hurt anybody. And I know people are going to say, like, well, you're driving recklessly. Like, like if I, I have only hit speeds where I felt that I was unsafe a couple of times in my yeah, life. Yeah. One, one was in the Mojave Desert, <laughs> hundreds of miles of fucking nobody around, yeah. and I hit 150 miles an hour and then when I hit 150 miles an hour, I was like, you got a little bit of a wiggle and then you're like, okay, okay, okay. I was stop, like, stop, I was like stop, 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 stop. maybe it's time to back it off yeah. now. Self-solving like problem. Uh, I hit a patch of ice going 75 in my truck once mm-hmm. and slid out, out of control, maintained complete control of the vehicle, didn't hit nothing because I'm an excellent driver. And then, and then with the adrenaline rushing through my body, I pulled over to the side of the road and let myself calm down so uh-huh. I wouldn't be in danger of other drivers because I'm not a bad driver. They should pay you. They should pay me. Someone, I should have, ah, a motorcycle cop should have pulled over to the side of the road and given me a blowjob that day <laughs> for my excellent course correction. Yep. 75 miles an hour. I was going sideways, 75 miles an hour on the highway, Tim. That's you like, know how terrifying that is? Is that Do like you, on, uh, on Harvard? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, 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 like, I'm talking like, what, 31st in Harvard? No, this was 21st. this was in Oklahoma City. Okay. Uh, it yeah. gets terrible over there. It does get, it gets real bad. It was, it was, 
it was not an icy day. Like I hit a bridge and okay, there was ice yeah, on the yeah, bridge yeah. that I didn't see. Yeah. And truck went truck went one way, turned into the into the slide. Truck went the other way, turned in the slide. Truck went back, turned in the slide, mm -hmm. and ended up getting it back under control. Nice. And then I was like, yeah. And then I pulled off to the, on the shoulder and sat there for like ten or fifteen minutes while my body was just like, ah. you know how I know you know how seat. you know that that you did a good job that day. Yeah, was because. Uh, a couple, of, a couple of days ago, when we got uh, freezing, freezing rain, mm -hmm. and the roads iced over a little bit, there was a ten. Like there was 20 a twenty-one car. car there was a twenty-one car pile up. Holy crap! Yeah, and we didn't even get like snow. We didn't even get snow. It wasn't even that icy. It was yeah. mostly rain. Yeah, twenty-one car pile up on uh, two four two forty-four and forty-four meet. Yeah, oh, hmm. over, yeah sent over. people sent people to hospitals all over the city because there were tons of other accidents it was, too. It, I saw footage. It looked bad. Yeah, it doesn't look. It, it was not like a. It looked like car. a Mad Max hellscape. Yes, it was not a twenty-one car like fender bender. It looked like a. It looked like twenty-one separate crashes got like beamed together onto one <laughs> spot of the road. This is like, and you know, there was probably so. My guess is there was probably like a twelve-car pileup, uh -huh. and then there were seven more little two-car. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Oh no! And then like <laughs> I hit the person like in front that of famous me. Famous video in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was someone texting. Oh my god! I think it's gonna snow. The uh, get some bread. Uh, I dated someone. She was driving in uh in a snowy day, slid on the highway, mm -hmm. hit another car, hit a parked car parked on the side of the road. Yeah, we're on the phone when it happens, and she's like, "Do I go check and see if the person there's a person in there?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, legally you're obligated to find <laughs> out if there's someone in that fucking car, but if there isn't, get the fuck out of there right now." <laughs> So she gets out of her car and like slides all the way over yeah, to the yeah. to the chick. And I didn't record my phone calls at this point in time, which I should have done. And she's talking to her and the chick's like, Yeah, uh, I hit the I hit the guardrail and I've been sitting here for about forty minutes and you're the third person that's hit me. <laughs> and you're the only one that stopped. And you're the only one that got out of the car to talk to me. And it's like, Oh, that's too bad. And she's like, I guess I should maybe think about moving my car and 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 my the lady the girl I'm dating her car's not working. Yeah, uh, uh, like my car works fine. And I'm like, yeah, tell her to get her fucking car off the highway. <laughs> so that girl gets her car off the highway. The girl that I'm dating, uh, she can't. She couldn't shift gears. She could just like idle. Uh -huh. So she idles down, gets the car off the highway. It takes like 30 minutes. Meanwhile, I'm in my car, slowly crawling the 35 minutes to yeah, yeah. from where we are to where she is to, and so, uh on the icy roads, trying to avoid the highways because those are bad. Long story short, that girl files, files a goddamn insurance claim Wow, for her car having been hit. Yeah. And uh, the the girl I'm dating, her insurance company is like, you got hit three times. Like, ours was the last one, and ours is the one you caught, uh -huh. but you did nothing to mitigate the damages to your vehicle. Your vehicle could run and was able to get off the highway. Yeah. If you hadn't been there, she wouldn't hit you. If you hadn't have been there, she probably would have been able to get back under fucking control mm -hmm. and not have gotten the accident in the first place. Yeah. So fuck you, get nothing. Nice. Yeah. What uh, insurance great. company was that? If you don't uh, mind, Farmers. Yeah. I don't know if not Farmers. Whichever one you can buy through Costco. It might be Farmers. I don't know. I don't know. I feel really weird. I'm not wearing my hat today. This yeah. is like the first episode I've recorded without a hat ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, all right, Tim. Well, that's my issue. That brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for. Damn it. This episode is brought to you in part by. The Ricky the News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news stories do we have today? 
Well, we got a couple. Uh, I got here one out of uh, Pennsylvania. So I saw this headline and I could not click. I could not not click on it because this man has a similar nickname uh, as I do. Right? Yeah. I'm Tim the Handle Breaker. No, no Tim, you're the Handle Giver. Okay. We, and I, currently, <laughs> I'm Tim the Handle Giver. This guy is a similar uh, name the object blank adjectiver, right? Okay. So, so this guy, um, this guy is. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for you to stop drinking because <laughs> you will do a thank spit you, take. Otherwise, this guy is Pete the Groin Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> He's a a hemostasis tech at Pennsylvania Hospital. Um, Apparently, the headline is, he has crushed 10,000 patients' groins without even a sweat. Apparently, this is this guy's specialty. What the What? What? Um, This guy's specialty is is crushing groins, apparently. Here's a quote from him. He's like, I got a lot of names. Got PD Pressure, (laughs) The Groin Guy, Crusher, and Pain in the Ass Pete. Mm -hmm. Because some people say I push so hard they can feel it in the ass. <laughs> yeah, baby. What is so, he just like stepping on people's balls for no reason? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a fetish. Big feet. Um, so the first time most people meet him is they've just come out of a coronary procedure, and he's explaining to them that after the catheters are pulled out of the femoral artery, he's he has to apply pressure to the groin for twenty to forty minutes to help uh, clotting. So, uh, uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm really, they don't have like a robot that can do this. So he's uh-huh. not like a crusher. He's like more like a pressure applier. Cause he didn't actually. Like- no, apparently he really enjoys his apparently job. So he, he puts enjoys, in a yeah, lot yeah. of extra pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently that's this guy's like his, this is his deal. Uh, the, my favorite part of this article is that one paragraph starts with, Patients and their families don't forget the way he touches them, <laughs> physically and emotionally. You point on the doll where he touches. He's, he's won awards. He's had money donated in his name, and he gets stopped all the time by former patients who want to buy him drinks or dinner. I'm picturing license plates. You know, like here's 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 his quote. Right, I'm holding someone's groin for 20 minutes. <laughs> They tend to remember me and nobody else. I tell them I can promise you two things when I'm done. One, you'll never forget my name or my fa- you never forget my name and you'll never forget my face. And they never do. It's because he's got his, his face all scrunched up. He's like, <laughs> it looks like he's about to kill. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That's uh. That's this guy. Uh. You guys Man. should like be a, a like the new Justice the League. The new duo. <laughs> the handle Tim the handle the breaker, pressure. Pete the groin crusher. Yeah. Um, another one. His yeah, his estimation is well over ten thousand during his fifteen years at uh, this Pennsylvania hospital. Um, yeah, I thought that was real real funny. That is really funny. We got some more news um, from the White House. Okay, good. Uh, usually, I don't. I usually we try to stay away from the, uh, the, the political, political topics. News. Yeah, this one's not that political. It just happened to be at the White House. Okay. Um, man arrested for bringing Crown Royal to the president. Oh, what's wrong with that? I don't know. Um, well, so Trump the, must be a Jameson guy. <laughs> uh, I hope not. Uh, I don't want that sullied for me. Um, Secret Service agents arrested arrested a man on Wednesday. Uh, his name was Yanni. Uh, Yanni Georgopoulos. Okay. Um, Yanni the crown giver. Yeah, apparently... <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently he moved a security barrier in order to 
get access into a restricted area. Mm. He had traveled to the White House from Canada. That's a super secure barrier, by the way. Yeah. If you can just move um, it. He was there to deliver the president two bottles of Crown Royal, and he wanted, he wanted help from the president personally to help him find a wife. Oh, man. That's like, that's like when a guy jumps up on stage. He's like, uh-huh. I want to propose to my girlfriend, Elton right? John. And Elton John has him maced and dragged out, yep. out of the building. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, he's now facing charges for unlawful entry and knowingly entering a restricted building in Orkman. Wait, what the? <laughs> he got crowned into the White House? So, uh, several years ago, my dad and I went to uh, D.C. and we wanted a tour of the Capitol building. Yep. They wouldn't let us bring in some goddamn 16-ounce water bottles. And then, when I pulled them out of my bag, and put them next to the trash can, not in the trash can, uh-huh. so that if you know someone saw these water bottles was thirsty, yeah. it was real fucking hot. Yeah, you know, pass, pay it forward, grab yeah. some water bottles, yeah, yeah. and if they're still there when we leave, I get my water bottles back. Yeah, and they were like, "No, they need to go actually in the trash can." We're like, "Fuck you! We're going to the National Air and Space Museum. Suck it!" <laughs> and this guy got crowned into the White House. Yeah, it's bogus. Yeah, I'm guessing there's a little crown probably in his system as well. Probably, probably. Um. So we got one more news. He was going to bring a six pack. <laughs> yeah, he had three bottles. He's got like two, he's got two 12 packs. Just like, come on, man. <sighs> uh, it's like Moses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I only brought two I'm for you. The brown sea. <laughs> um, so we got one more news story. Uh, so this one actually is a follow up news story. Um, some people might remember that uh, months ago, um, or I guess this, it was 2017. So this was well well more than a year ago um there was a supposed sonic attack on the u.s embassy in havana um if anyone remembers this the u.s embassy had to have had to more than half its staff in 2017 uh diplomats and people that were working there were complaining of all they were all complaining of headaches nausea uh, other ailments uh and they were all hearing like a certain specific noise mm-hmm. and so these um so sonic attacks are actually pretty recent. like a hedgehog well, <laughs> well, like there's like mil- the military go uses uh, like like you know highly concentrated sonic waves as weapons nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but like s- sonic attacks have been you know have been known to happen. So you know, yeah, people- sometimes people will 3D model a sonic that's so bad it'll give you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like people can hear it in the uh, in the embassy, in their houses, in hotels when they got moved. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, people were being like. It's, like, it's almost stalked. like it's yeah it's almost like they're being followed and stalked all over cuba like there was some you know strange force that was just that's just know, surrounding everything surrounding and hurting and hurting things. their ears turns out the mysterious wave of illness fueled speculation uh, the, turns out the mysterious wave of illness was probably uh crickets crickets that's right people i guess people just forget like that they're on an island they're on a jungle island and like there's bugs everywhere turns out um like uh people people like uh had recordings of it was a persistent high pitched drone. That that's a so so if I assume <laughs> that was the sonic attack, the Taco Bell ad was yeah, the sonic that. Is, so that, you, is that the This is cricket sound. That's that's just a plain cricket sound. So yeah. people got like recordings of um of like the quote unquote audio attacks and now people are people are analyzing that and someone uh scientists in the UK and the US now believe that the true source of the sonic quote unquote sonic attacks are the Indies short tailed cricket. I was gonna say that, but <laughs> I was gonna let you see it. Yeah, uh, cricket expert Todd over here. Um, 
This, uh. Apparently, um, this guy, uh, this professor of sensory biology at the University of Lincoln, says the recording is definitely a cricket. <laughs> it belongs to the same group as this other set of crickets. Uh, the call of the Caribbean species is about 700 kilohertz, which is in the un- which is an unusually high rate. Yeah, uh, it gives humans that sar- that sensation of like a continuous sharp trill. Mm-hmm. Um, Have they never heard a cricket before? Or? I guess. I mean, I guess like the the sort of drone of like, it's probably just a different cricket sound than you're used to. That's what that's what it is. Yeah. Like this this species has an unusually high sound. Also, not to mention that there's thousands of hundreds of thousands of them all over you, or you know, surrounding you yeah. in the island that people just you know mistook it for. Some sort of terrorism. People I remember will, when this when the story first broke, like immediately, and people were like, "Possible terrorism." What do you do? Fall, Cuba. Invade Cuba? No, but it was people, they were thinking it was like the sub Cuban nationalists and stuff. It was just ridiculous. I I'm so happy that it turned <laughs> out to be crickets. Yeah. Love my crickets. God, would you please turn that off? <laughs> you know, just for you. Yeah. Well. uh... Is there anything, any other news this week? That's about it. This has been... The Rakeda News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week. You know it doesn't take care of, Tim? What? Our farm to gather crickets and use them as a sonic attack against our enemies. And if you want to help with our sonic cricket battle plans, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And there we have four tiers. We have our one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes where we talk about some of those little small problems that like crickets. bug us like crickets. Uh, then we have our two buck tier where we throw some of our, our uh, random bonus content. Road to road through Infinity War, Civil War. Captain America Civil War is out. It's it's This is the high point of the Marvel films. Uh, it's 58 minutes long, and it's great. And I'm probably going to be mentioning Civil War in every subsequent episode <laughs> of, of the run-through. Uh, Doctor Strange is coming later this week. Uh, Tim and I sat down, nearly ended our friendship. <laughs> uh, that's also there. Probably going to have a third episode of What's the, What's Wrong with Space coming right. soon. Um, then we have our five-buck tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great uh, this month. That's coming on the 15th or maybe actually maybe coming later because Tim's got uh, some family stuff going on. So we may have to push it back, but it'll be coming in January. I promise you that. Then finally, we have our 10 bucks here where you submit a film. The fans vote on the films and we watch it and record a feature length commentary this month. Right. Is Big Trouble in Little China next month is up to you. It could be Little Trouble in Big China. It, it could be the new Big Trouble in Little China remake that I guess they're making. Really? Yeah. Mm. Who, who, who would you suspect as as Caruso's character? Uh, Chris Pratt. No, I think he's he's too. You think he's too big? I think he's too big for that role. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I I would I would I mean go. I think they would probably go more comedic. More comedic than Chris Pratt. More comedic than uh, Kurt Russell action. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I feel like they. The, oh, it's The Rock. I was gonna say John Cena. The Rock is going to be in it. I was going to say John Cena. Uh, yeah. Awesome. The Rock. No, no, like The Rock is producing it. He's producing it. Yeah, so he's he's Kurt Russell. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, because Kurt Russell was, you know, real real built in that movie, and he... Uh, well, the whole point is that he's actually useless. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson's Big Trouble in Little China will be a continuation, not a 
Oh, not okay. a reboot, but it, I mean, it's going to be a, a reboot. reboot. Uh, yeah. So a requel. Thank you. A requel. Thank you, everybody, who's for supporting the show, and uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us keep this going. So uh, yep. why don't we get back to some issues, Tim? What's your second issue this week? Um, here's what I don't get. And so this one, we actually need some. We need you to cue this up. Um, it's a weird, it's a really weird Dr. Pepper commercial from 1988. Is there gonna be an ad? So, since this is a podcast, what you going to go play the audio? So, there's Magic. like a science lab. Yeah, science and lab. There's a Dr. Pepper stock in this guy, and now he's dancing. Now he's dancing and parody of an 80s song. And now he and everything's gray except for the like liquids and Dr. Pepper's flying around and this guy caught it. He's got a super mullet. So so if if you're just listening to the audio, I'm gonna go ahead and, and really inform you that you really should look up this video. Dr. Pepper commercial 1988. Um it sort of it didn't go viral, but it you know kind of gained popularity on, on Twitter this past week. And so here's the kicker tab. Go ahead and uh, go to the beginning of that video. Again? Again, just so, and then, but mute the, mute it. So here's what happened to me, right? So I'm looking at, I'm looking through Twitter on my phone. I've got it muted. And I'm like, I'm reading the thing. Hey, watch this, you know, funny. You uh-huh. know, so I like, I have, I don't have my headphones on, no music playing. Watch like the first five seconds of that commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's. It looks really sinister. It's super like sinister. Really starts dancing, the yeah. way he starts dancing is uh just the 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 movements of a madman. Yeah. Um the way the camera like pulls out real quick and he's oh man, it the is a shocked look on his face. Yes. Um but so like this is not a big com- I have to I have, this is not a big commercial. I want to know who how they found this commercial cuz it's got what less than 3000 views on Are you YouTube? sure that's a commercial not a documentary? Know. <laughs> I mean, it's a doctor making Dr. Pepper. Yeah, um, it's just so weird, man. It's like there's a there's a there's a laboratory theme for no reason. Yeah, there's no reason for the laboratory. So, theme. so I saw this video and the tweet was like, "Try not to watch this five times," and I didn't even make it through the first time. I was really? just like, "This is okay. It's an ad. ad." People act like ads make sense, but they the, don't. Only, the only reason why ads make sense is because you see them all the time. Like I guess, yeah. For me, so uh, I remember a couple years ago we were we used to play a game. Anytime we go on vacation, stay in a hotel, and we hadn't didn't have real TV. All we had was internet TV, so we didn't see ads, right? Yeah. So we'd be sitting in the hotel, we would turn on the TV for something, and then we play a game where we try to guess what the commercials were for. Yeah. Because they, there's no, they're just a thing that happens, and then it's like tied. <laughs> it'll be you know it'll be like seven gangsters a couple of gangsters are in a room uh they're playing poker they're you know they're smoking they the guy like talks about his watch someone gets shot to death and then the tide logo and you and you, and everybody's like like what a great commercial yeah, yeah. uh and, but if you don't see those ads all the time your brain doesn't understand how they work so yeah, I, I do like like i like with new ads like especially if you watch if you you know watch the super bowl that's that's a fun game yeah, Super Bowl ads, they're just they're just like little mini movies for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So I, one of the ones that I really remember was it was this it seemed like it lasted a really long time. Yeah, yeah. And we're sitting there and we're watching and we're like I'm like, "Oh, this is a this is for hair. This is like all these chicks have hair." Uh-huh. And uh the girl I'm with is like, "No, it's for these these wristbands they're wearing because everybody's wearing these like glowing wristbands uh-huh. so like that it must be for Fitbit or whatever yeah. it was." 
And it turned out it's for degree. Uh, the deodorant. Yeah, deodorant. And, and it was like motion activated oh, and, and yeah. the wristbands lit up when you moved. And it was like, I didn't understand that at all. Yeah, I want to I wanna know how how these commercials are written. Because this one is like, right, it's 88. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my guess. Someone really liked that song that they're parroting in there. Mm-hmm. It goes, doctor, doctor is the original, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I, I assume they really like that song. They're like, I, I want this. I want, I want Dr. Pepper and, and the song together. And mm-hmm. so they're like, okay, we'll hire a band. We'll do the same. We'll record it, but it'll say Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we need to put it on. We need to, you know, make like a mu- music right? video. I, I want the, I want the other song that she blinded me with science. I want that. I want that music video. <laughs> oh, okay, buddy. We'll, we'll do a science laboratory theme music. Dr. Pepper music video for you. Well, you got to think like we've got what weird science. What's the one with um uh the guy who played Batman? Real genius. Oh yeah. Um, y- y- uh, you've got all these war games of like sciency teenager. Yeah. Cool kid. Uh-huh. This ad makes perfect sense in that era. You think so? Yeah. Huh. You've got uh the Asian kid from the Goonies. He's got like computer shit yeah. going on. Like in this era, the sciencey stuff and the punk rock stuff was really merging together. Like yeah, you look I at guess. take on the take on me video, on it's me got video. a look it looks like that video. Yeah. It's got the the blinding me with science. Like that ad makes a lot of sense in nineteen eighty eight. It looks really weird for today. It does. Because yeah. we don't we think like we think our ads are oh, our ads are so much more clever than this. This little girl is eating macaroni. This is for craft macaroni and cheese. Uh no, all ads are stupid. Always all, they always awesome. been stupid, and they're they're just there. They're just small enough they can bury themselves in your head and make you associate a product with a thing. Here's an ad. This ad pissed me off so much as a child. It was a PSA. Guy walks into a wallet store because wallet stores exist, and he's like, "Uh yeah, I want to buy a wallet." And the woman's like, "Oh, for high school graduation." He says, "No, I dropped out." And then she walks in the back to get a special wallet, and she comes out. It's a little tiny wallet, and then the text says. College dropouts earn 38% less yeah. than college graduates. And it's like, the propaganda here is that I should finish high school. But what really got me was that even if you're a college dropout, money's the same size. <laughs> you are an idiot, woman. Yeah. You need to give him a regular size wallet because he's just going to have less dollars, not differently shaped ones. Yeah, He's not Stuart Little. I remember the, the, the weed uh, commercials when we were kids. And they're like, this-, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Makes absolutely no sense. Yep. Yeah. But the one that always got me was it, this one ruined a song for me. Like a, a lot of commercials, kind of ruin songs. For, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, um, but this one was at a young age. Um, so I don't. So so me younger, not knowing the band, not knowing the song is by that band. I just know the song is from the commercial, right? Uh huh. And so like watching cartoons in the morning, occasionally you'd get the the weed commercial or the you know don't not no smoking commercial. This one would be it was like a anti child abuse ad. Uh huh. And it was just. And, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, uh, this kid's being abused. And then he asks his teacher for help. And the teacher's like, oh my gosh. And then like, the, they, they report it to like a nice lady. And then like, he gets brought into a room with like colorful, you know, other kids. And there's, uh-huh. they're, all, they're all happy. And he gets adopted by like this, this, this nice couple in sweaters. No, 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 no. This was just like, I remember it being, um, the same color palette as the first Gears of War game. Yeah. Just like, Browns. Browns, right? And yeah. it's just a kid like being abused and then like 
him just crying. Um, that's what I heard. That's what I smack my bitch up. (laughs) No. And the song, here's the song. It was set to everybody hurts by (laughs) red. Oh, I remember that one too. I remember that. Yeah. It was like in sepia. Yeah. It was like in sepia tone. Uh, I guess, I guess that, that totally makes sense. Um, uh, and so, so to me, everybody hurts by, by REM is like hauntingly terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See if I can find it. No, I don't see it. Um, yeah, it was it was really weird. Yeah, that was so a really weird choice that. for an ad. <laughs> yeah, I remember exactly. I, I yeah, know exactly yeah. what you're talking yep. about. Yeah, uh, I ads don't make sense. No, so like, no, they don't. Everybody's hooked up on like like oh look at how stupid they were in the '80s. But in 20 years, everybody's gonna be watching. They're gonna watch whatever fucking stupid yeah. ads on TV, like the damn progressive insurance commercials with Flow, and they're gonna be like, look, they thought they like companies were were people. <laughs> You know what? Is, there's a current, there's the current progressive Look one. Look at how weird this is. Yeah, there's a current progressive one on right now that it parodies like the Ford commercials with the guy that's like, "Hey, we brought in these these real people." Yeah, looking at these yeah. real. It's a parody of that, but it's not a very good parody of it. There's one. There's one for somewhere, and it's like all these insurance people are just standing around outside your house, like protecting you from things. Oh yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to age well at all. No, it's not. Uh, the one I don't like right now is that there's a Domino's one. Domino's. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, every time. Uh, That's Domino's. what I call it. It's I like Pantera bread. Domino's pizza, Pantera bread. Um, the, this one for Domino's is like, um, you hit a button on this app and it calls everyone in your family to let them know you ordered Domino's. Why so would I what do the that? Fuck? So it's, uh, I don't know if it's, <laughs> if it's real or if it's just for the commercial, but it's, um, but it's like, it's like this one, it's like, it's, it's like the dad orders the pizza and it alerts everyone in the family. Like the mom's a teacher and like, she's like writing something on the board, right? She gets the app notification. She's like, ah, you're never going to, you're never going to use <laughs> Class is missed. Yeah. So she runs out, right? Yeah. And then there's like little Timmy's like playing uh, video games with his buddies. He's like, oh, I'm out. There's pizza. <laughs> and then there's like a, a girl um, in her, in like a high school girl in her car and she's like about to make out with this kid. And then um, she gets the, the alert. She's like, oh, I got to go. Bye. And he's like, oh man. Um, like that's the reason why I ordered that. That's why Dad ordered that pizza. Chunk. He was, he was <laughs> probably like, fucking. like fucking watching uh-huh. her with binoculars. Yep. Season bat leaning in, and he goes. But that's the thing is like pizza. in no in no world is anybody that excited about Domino's pizza. <laughs> yeah. And not to mention the fact when I order pizza, I'm not letting anybody know about that. <laughs> I true. have them come to a different apartment. My cheesy yeah. I, I intercepted the dad ordered, like, the dad ordered a spread. Oh, of, of, like all one of like everything they have on that two for. Five ninety nine menu, yeah, yeah. The ads are stupid. They're, they're, they're stupid. Dumb. It's just, it's like they're they're created by computers based on like how we understand yeah, the they're like brain those... works to bury in and make yeah. you associate the brand with. Yep. Things. Well, we studied the algorithms. It's like it's like those those fake commercials that people are like, I I I made this bot watch a thousand hours of yeah. this TV show and I made a. Seinfeld script out of it. It's yeah. like those are what actually. That's what the way commercials are, are made. Yeah. yeah, and and they've got like they put dumb people in a set of bleachers and they put diodes on their brains mm-hmm. and they show them ads and watch the the uh, what is it? What is that? E not EMT. E what's the thing that reads your brain waves? EVP. E no. That's yes. <laughs> electro voice phenomenon. No, it's a uh, EKG. EKG is your yeah. heart. Anyway, it, it reads like the way your brain yeah. reacts to things and like your physiometric responses to things. And then it's like, oh, this one, this one's really good. We're going to show this one. Yeah. And then they delete the rest of them. Yeah. 
Like I, I, I like that's how like some modern music gets into my. That's head. the way modern music works too. All that stuff's designed by committee to get. I know, but but I'm, but I mean, like brain. I think I I saw a commercial for like an award show of like some girl singing this song. Oh, like how do I know that song? Oh, it's from some commercial. Some commercial, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and like we, the thing, the other thing I hate about commercials is that, like we we don't let we don't allow cigarette ads and. That kind of stuff, like there, you can't have. No one can drink anything in a in an ad for an alcohol. Prescription medicine can't list what the medicine does and what it's for, mm-hmm. because, well, if a kid sees it, then a kid will want to do it. Mm-hmm. But then, like every other commercial on earth is aimed at kids. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're telling me that flow and the insurance animated girl mm-hmm. and the general. Jingle mm. aren't meant so kids remember those when yeah. they turn eighteen. They get they buy your product. And you're telling me the the gecko the geckos for the adults out there, right? <laughs> right. Yep. yep. That's that's who the ads are for. Yeah. No. Everything's everything's aimed at children to manipulate them into wanting things when they get old enough to want things. True. Uh, car commercials. Oh so, man, I saw I saw a commercial today for some car parts website. Mm-hmm. It looked straight out of 1998. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ads are stupid. Commercials are weird, man. They're dumb they really and weird. And the that, skeleton gives that guy Dr. Pepper in that commercial. The skeleton does give that guy Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Very nice. It probably gave Peach a lady boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's no spaghetti in that commercial. There's no spaghetti in that commercial? Well, Tim, you have anything else? No, that's about that, it. That's your issue. That Dr. Pepper commercial. That's yeah, that, it. That, that, that Dr. Pepper commercial. You just think it's weird. It's super. I'm going to watch it. I, I'm, I'm going to go home and watch it like 20 more times. You know what the best Dr. Pepper commercial is? And I've never been able to find it again. Uh-huh. It's Meatloaf singing, I would do anything for love. Yeah. He's singing that. He's like with this lady. They're doing a bunch of stuff. He's yeah. like doing things that would otherwise be uh, emasculating yeah. and embarrassing. Yeah. And I would do anything for love. I'd do anything for love. And then he's drinking the Dr. Pepper. And and the woman like reaches for his to uh-huh. take it, and then it's, I won't but do that. Won't and he, he takes it back, that. and then it's like him running away from her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, I've never been able to find the video of it, but I distinctly remember that commercial and thinking that it was very, very funny. Yeah. It still is. I'm gonna try to find that sepia tone abuse commercial too. Everybody hurts. It's something about like Someone. the chord progression in that song yeah. mixed with like the anti abuse commercial, and I I think it's just like like shots of the kid with in like text. a hallway. Yeah, in a yeah, hallway, and there's like text. It's like one in six kids. Yeah, yeah, basically, abused. that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, shit. here's my final issue this week. Here's what I don't get: celebrity YouTube. Mm-hmm. Jack Black, the funniest man of 2001, is back, <laughs> and he's here to make YouTube videos. And we're because you never had the first D album. Fuck you! I never listened to Tenacious D. Really? Uh, yeah, because uh, here's the thing, Tim, about Tenacious D. They're frauds. Pretty, they're, they're, pretty. they're frauds. They can't actually play any of those songs. They sit down in the studio and they, they like they t- live. take some 25 takes to get it right. They, they're playing the tracks, Tim. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Dave Grohl, yeah. He, Dave Grohl can't play a hint of drums. <laughs> D- D- no, that guy's real. The bald guy and Jack Black can't play. Yeah. They're just, they're just front men. They might as well be lead singers. I mean, basically. Uh, so, Jack Black gonna make a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and I I think this is what YouTube was going for all along. 
Like, man, not all along. When Google bought YouTube, this is what they decided. They decided this, and you can tell by the way YouTube has started to treat things, right? Uh-huh. They're making content that's, that's... The content of their platform is not what the users want. It's not what the creators want to make. Mm-hmm. It's what the advertisers like. Yeah. And yeah. the advertisers should really just fuck off. And if you don't want to run ads on certain kinds of things, just limit your ads. And then uh, the other company, the cigarette company, can show their ads on my channel yeah. because that's the type of thing that my people want to buy. It, nobody's willing to adapt to the new media. Yeah. We're making the, the new media adapt back to the old style. So YouTube has been picking winners. They started, they started picking winners and they've started courting advertisers. And you know what advertisers love? Those big names that they sell on TV, yep. the same people they've been pouring money into for years and decades and almost a century, just pouring money into Will what? Smith celebrities. Will Smith's in the YouTube Rewind. What the fuck does Will Smith have to do with YouTube? Jack yeah. shit. Except the new YouTube is the new Hollywood. Yep. We're going to get Jack Black. The Rock. Jack, the Rock. He's going to be doing workout videos and, and live streams. I actually streams. really like the first the first video he ever he put up. I really like it because it's him commentating his first ever wrestling match. Wow. It's really good. Fascinating. I hate YouTube to begin with. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's nothing on YouTube that I'm even really particularly interested in. But the thing about YouTube was, at least when we were young, was there was this idea that you could put yourself into doing things and become a you. We didn't even like think of people as YouTube stars, but like no, you could make no. a video and people watch it, and it was for us by it. Like, yeah, we're the weird people that the are making these weird videos, video. <laughs> and the people that watch weird internet videos are the people who want to watch this stuff. Yeah. It's like you know, we were flash animations were b- 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 uh-huh. a precursor to YouTube, but now yeah. we're doing real videos and then you know they were all terrible and then like a couple would would break through and it'd yeah, be like yeah. and have really good production value or have a very interesting story if mm-hmm. it even it wasn't done super well and and then and then and then and then and now youtube is just like people reacting to movie trailers and talking about stupid things and live streaming themselves doing stupid stuff mm-hmm. and playing video games and now who wants to get in on it the people that get accolades for doing fucking everything just walking <laughs> out the damn street every day yeah. now they're going to become youtubers youtube is going to pick them to be winners so here's what i predict you know jack black he, he's the first one he's the he's the test case jack black is going to release a video it's going to be number one on trending the way that uh they've done it with with music videos that uh-huh. are not good number one on trending top of the list suggestions of everything no matter what yeah. And they're going to push this. They're going to disable the dislikes. You're not going to be able to dislike J- Jack Black videos. There's, his comment section is going to be heavily, heavily moderated. <laughs> no one's going to be able to tell him that he sucks. No yeah. one's going to be able to say they don't like this video. It's going to be nothing but good things so that other celebrities will go, oh, you know, Jack Black's having a good time. I'm a fun person. Maybe I should, like, talk about something. And that's what YouTube wants. YouTube wants to be the new, the new Hollywood. They want to be this new window to Hollywood. And all you regular people that made us famous... Fuck you. <laughs> I would completely agree with you if the, if the for the fact that it wasn't specifically Jack Black. I I don't I don't think like I don't think YouTube went to Jack Black and said, "Hey Jack Black, we should uh, you should make a YouTube video." Yeah. I think Jack Black 100% decided to do this on his own. Yeah. Uh completely natural. It's so uh I don't remember who was we were talking I was talking with, but we were talking about how celebrities, uh you know, actors they'll get They'll be in the head in the tabloids because they have like their little rock band and they play music out and they're not very good. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like oh, m- you know, because m- like Macaulay Culkin, he has his like pizza band, pizza revolver. Sure. 
pizza. I know he the has pizza a underground. Okay. And they do they do uh, Velvet, Velvet underground, underground songs, but, but pizza theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like like oh, he just thinks he can do everything. It's like no, everybody needs a creative outlet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But when you're an actor. Create the creative thing is just your regular everyday job. The thing that you're really, really good at, that's yeah. your everyday job. But when you want to do your creative outlet, you know, like the guy who's an accountant full time or, yeah. or a teacher at a school or whatever, yeah. he goes home, goes in the garage with his buddies. They have, they have, you know, a drum kit and a uh-huh. bass guitar and, and they, they rock out and they sound terrible yeah. and nobody cares. Yeah. He's not famous. Yeah. But Macaulay Culkin's famous. He, he's just blowing off some steam, doing a thing that he and, not not good at, but that makes him happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fucking front page news. Well, that's that's the world they've been in, but now we're gonna suck their dick for doing that thing. <laughs> and we're gonna put them on YouTube and now yeah. YouTube's gonna be your outlet and YouTube's the new Hollywood. What's the name of Keanu Reeves' band? Oh Dogfish or something Doghead? Yeah, something like that. But it says that's why I say, you know, I think it was a completely nat like Jack Black's with his kid or whatever, like they see the the, the Minecraft streams, yeah, the yeah. kids like, Oh yeah, we should do that too, Dad. You're funny. Yeah. And he decides to do it completely natural, completely normal uh, way to just like do a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I don't blame you for that. But this is the seed. This is what YouTube's gotcha. been waiting for is to uh, pluck that seed right out. Could have been Jack Black. Could have been anybody. But Jack Black just happens to be the one. Mm-hmm. And the next one's going to be, I don't know, Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp. Probably uh, not no Johnny no Depp. one would like that. You know, you've got you've already got like uh, who's the black comedian Donald Glover. He's got a bunch of videos up that are that get promoted to to front page. He? Yeah, he's got he had that video where he was acting all weird, and people are like, "Oh, he's so great." He's not. You mean his music video? Yeah, yeah. They, that that went this, viral. This is a uh, but did it? But did it, Tim? Did it go viral or yeah. did it get promoted to trending? It went viral and then everybody saw it. No, I don't think yeah. so. YouTube picks winners. That's the thing. You don't even know anymore because the he's way, already he's already famous he's and all, already an established musician. I realize that. But here's yeah, the but thing they about had you, hype on that. Like everyone was it was already at like 14 mil, like the first Exactly. Hour you you don't shit. you're not able to know because the way that YouTube should work is you post a video and you're just in a sea of other crappy videos. But you're not. YouTube decides your thing gets pushed to trending because they like they like who you are because you, he's already popular. And like, I realize it's, he's it's already popular. His, his, his incredibly popular record label. But Jack his, Black's not already popular for making YouTube videos, and no. he's like one of the his his subscri- subscriptions go through the roof. And meanwhile, they they delete subscriptions from other channels that they don't really care for. Yeah, they're they they're picking winners. There's no there's no competition because now you and I are making a YouTube live stream. It's like oh, we're competing with Jack Black. We used to be competing with a bunch of fucking nobodies. Yeah, okay. But Jack Black's on here now, and then the next guy, and then the next guy, and then the next guy. There's no way to compete with that because Jack Black can go buy 4K cameras with his $20 million payday from yeah. Nacho Libre and <laughs> have a team of writers that are writing jokes, have a, have save states for his games where it's like, oh, well, yeah, we're, we just started right here in this Let's Play, yeah. and I didn't do shit to get any of this stuff, and now I just kind of stumble around. Like, Conan did it with the Clueless Gamer thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was real transparent that he didn't play the game up to that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's got yeah. he's got writers, he's got editors, he's got this, he's got that. And yeah, sure, I mean, like, other channels do this, you know, uh, you know, I know Cinemasker has a whole big thing with Screenwave Media. Like, there are definitely channels that are producing content, yeah. and there's more than just the people on the screen, but it's so much easier when you're a fucking millionaire already. Oh, yeah. And there's no... Now, You're what you're doing is basically what the, what Jack Black getting on YouTube and becoming the celebrity YouTube is doing is it's just locking everyone the fuck out because you got no chance. 
You you think you're fucking funnier than Jack Black? Everybody knows who Jack Black is. Everybody. Everybody's seen his stupid fucking fat face on movie posters for 20 years, yeah, 25 yeah. years. You can't turn left without seeing Jack Black's stupid face. And they're going to look at your face and be like, I don't know who this guy is. This I'm not going to bother watching how. it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. In your face. What a what a great concept for a movie. So that's that's what that's what the world is going to be. You're not going to be able to see. Everybody's going to get get pushed out because they're they have just there's no way to compete. There's absolutely no way to compete. We'll see. I don't I don't see it happening. I YouTube needs to die. YouTube has exceed <laughs> no it seriously has YouTube has exceeded its its lifespan. It's turned into a content. Uh, limiting plat like YouTube. The what YouTube should be mm-hmm. is just a place to put videos. Yeah. If people don't like your videos, don't fucking watch them. Yeah. Hit that dislike button. Keep it out of trending. Don't watch it. No big deal. But they're deciding who's winners, who's losers, what can be on their platform, what can't, because of advertisers. Because oh, yeah, they want yeah. the same piece of shit advertisers we've had for years. Yeah, yeah. The same stupid progressive car insurance, cars, yep. movies. Uh, what else? What I mean, uh, whatever that uh, d- dishwashing stuff. detergent, cl- cleaning stuff, exercise I got, I got stuff. That ad before we started recording, I got that ad. It was for Zwerve. Yeah, it looked like some biking exercise thing. Uh, and fast food. The exact yep. same commercials you've been seeing on TV forever. Because God forbid the new media represent new things that are coming out. Nope. We're just going to turn it into exactly what everything else used to be. You're going to be seeing the same commercials that were on TV. You're going to have the same stars that were on TV. And uh, it's on your TV now, too. Fuck you. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Where's the U, Tim? It's not there anymore. <laughs> Fucking celebrity tube. Add tube. Add tube. Us tube. Do what we say and fucking like it, tube. Tired of YouTube. Cele- <laughs> and the celebrity is just going to make it worse. That's my issue. All right. Well, this has been 111. Uh-huh. Make a wish. I've been Tad Burt. I've been Tim Hamburg. Todd. Catch you guys next week. Later. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's Monkey Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. No voicemails this week. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. So we'll see you guys. Hey, hey, you, you, quick mini issue. What? Uh, wah, wah. Somehow, in, there was some, some famous, some politician or something. Uh-huh. Someone, I think it was, some, it was politics adjacent, tweeted, uh, womp womp as the onomatopoeia for the horn noise, mm-hmm. which is completely wrong. And ever since then, all I've been able to see is womp womp as the horn noise, the sad horn noise, which is uh-huh. wah wah, right? Yeah. All I've been able to see it as is like, like, like all I've seen it as is womp womp. It's not womp womp. It's not. No. But like this one person like tweeted something like it was in the political sector, I believe. And it went viral, um, and it got turned into Womp Womp. And I, every person I see, I just want to be like, you're wrong. Like, I know it's a real small thing to get mad about, but you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's Womp Womp. It's Womp Womp. Yes.
Hey, uh, apparently IGN tweeted out, congrats to Black Panther on your Golden Globe win for best motion motion picture. A little bit early for that IGN. <laughs> and then when they win, it's going to be like, oh, this was, this was just fixed, wasn't it? Because I don't know that. It wasn't a good movie. I don't know that it's going to win a Golden Globe. Oh, it will. Everybody... I mean, it might win a Golden Globe for visual effects or something. But... Black, Black Panther. <laughs> terrible, terrible film. I, it's not. It's terrible. not terrible, but it's just super. It's, it's super. Super okay. okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Got a complete free pass. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I was really hoping Tony would join me for Black Panther. He's going to join me for Thor, though. I feel. I, feel, I really need someone who liked Black Panther to defend it, because otherwise it's going to be. I mean, I liked it enough, but I'm. It, it wasn't Doctor Strange level for me. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like Incredible Hulk level for me. Uh, that's about the level I'd put it. I put it below that, because you know what. I actually like the Incredible Hulk. I mean, so do I. But yeah. I don't love it. You know what? I really think would have made them all the difference. What? If it had been White Panther. 